This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend. It's Friday night. It's Carmen DeFalco and Mike North, and we are the odds couple with you here to talk sports and sports gambling for the next hour. We're presented by PropSwap. We're happy to be here, and we're happy to say that we had a great weekend last Friday, Mike. Let's keep it rolling, baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hear about our buddy Stanford Steve, the Daily Wager, ESPN, good guy everything else but you know you don't hear about the odds couple 11 and 1 the last three weeks uh last week we were 5 and 0 i haven't picked a loser Uh, our games are in progress right now i mean uh if you have a chance boston bruins and and middle tennessee tonight uh, i picked two on the carmen yurko show but i mean i haven't picked a loser in 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 eight weeks there so we'll see what happens plus we got other picks for tonight Carmen, you've been on fire you've won your last two so i mean we're rolling i mean your pick last week Gold State was pure genius. I mean, you know, it's the NBA. And, uh, right. you know, that got done. You got the over. So we're just clicking as a team right now. We've been doing it for a long time. But it's always good. The shows, look, when we win, I listen to the show three to four times. <laughs> when we lose, one and a half, <laughs> maybe two. I right, and, exactly. And, and by the way, I don't listen to the pick segment if things go quiet, if things went awry. <laughs> I, just, I just listen to, the, like, the 50 mark. You conveniently skip over that. Oh, why not? You You know, things are going so well. We're doing good. And we, you know, hopefully we're going to have the NCAAs coming up. I know. I've had hockey over at Win Daily. I've been hot. uh, So, folks, if you get a chance, check them out also. Uh, They listen to AM1000. They're listening to the show right now. Everybody out there, I have people loving the odds couple. Are you kidding me? Uh, we got Tyler working for Randy tonight, but that we're rolling with everything going, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for tournament time, and we'll have the, the big power conference tournaments next weekend. There's those some are really some good ones. When they have I those, know. those are as good as anything that you'll get there in the tournament. <sighs> yeah, I wonder. Like for in the Big Ten, I mean, like. You know, do it, does Illinois still have a lot to play for to lock up a number one seed, or do you think they did that with the win at Michigan? I wonder. I mean, that's oh, an impressive win seed. they had the other day. Well, they're hoping for the number one seed, but they can't. I mean, you want them to do to go out and do their best every time. I mean, you know, that's not a team that's won. Illinois is not a team that just can walk in the door. I mean, they played tremendous against Michigan. Uh, that was Michigan's bad game of the year, coupled with Illinois' yep. beautiful, perfect storm of a game. And, and, and you know what? I think if they meet again, I'd be scared to death. Yeah. I, you know, because yeah. that's the way it is. If Michigan and Illinois meet again, and you think that's going to happen again, folks, you don't know the game. That ain't ever going to happen again. Now, I'm I don't with know if you. They're going to beat them, but they're not going to beat them by thirty. And no, I'm with you. That uh, that was a little bit of an aberration. I mean, and it was a great performance for Illinois. But yeah, that's uh, that's probably not going to. You're right. And Michigan bounced back last night. I mean, they hammered. Michigan yep. State's not very good. I know it, but they bounced back and won. Yeah, by Michigan State. Tom Izzo. Night. I mean, you know what? It's just not been good of late for Tom Izzo and his crew. I love Tom, but things have not been all that good of late for his program, coinciding mm-hmm. with the football program. But you know what? I mean, they got their brains handed to them. Yeah, I mean, really. Yeah, it's been a rough year for them. So let's uh, let's spend some time. I, I wanted to do this because it was you know Yurko had made this point on our show earlier today, and I said I'm going to talk about this with Mike tonight. And you know, like okay. betting strategy, 
is, um, you know, not something that we talk about often in terms of like, you know, in-game wagering and if you should or should not be doing that. But Yurko threw out this great example of watching the Hawks game with a friend last night who had bet the Hawks on the money line to start the game. They were about a two to one underdog. They were plus 180 on the money line. They get to the third period. The third period is about to start. And, I mean, betting's out there. It's out in the open now, sure. right, Mike? I mean, sure. everybody knows about it. And right there, as they're ending, you know, the 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 intermission to start right. the third period, Pat Boyle and Steve Conrad flash up the lines. Hey, Tampa Bay is plus 800 to come back and win. And Yurko said, if you were smart, you'd put just 50 bucks. Put 50 bucks down on Tampa to ensure right. that you don't lose. And he, and he didn't do it. And sure, two min- three minutes into the third period, the game's tied. Right. Tampa wins it in the last second, and it's like, that's why you got to love live betting, but you should be paying attention because you could have some hedge opportunities. Yeah, I'm not a live betting guy. I, I'm old school. I like to uh, pick the game, uh, pick the golfer, pick the sport, whatever, and, and just relax after that instead of you know keeping track of things. And don't forget... There's another side to the story of what could have, what happened. You could, you know, you could continue to bet the Blackhawks last night. Yeah. Right, and gotten beat even worse. Yes. In game yes. betting is fun. I notice. I don't know how much you spent on it, but I mean, it's a, it's a fabulous deal. I'm more old school. I rather have my my ducks in a row. It's easier mm-hmm. for the people that follow me to to to. And what's funny is a lot of my people, or a lot of the odds couple. Uh, listeners, they do live bet, but right. what they'll do is they'll they'll bet maybe my pick or your pick in the first half. I've had guys go, "Hey, Mike, thanks for the pick." I go, "I lost." He goes, "No, first half I had it, and then I jumped off." <laughs> I love it, right? I, so yeah, he took I mean, me for the first half, and then yep. he saw that maybe at the end of the half, my team or the team I picked was starting to will you know wilter a little bit. Wasn't yeah. playing as well. So he goes the other way, and he wins that. I go, okay, good for you. I, I'm with you. Like I, I'm mostly a little bit more old school. I don't do a ton of it, but I have sort of gotten myself into the habit of checking more often just to see, like, is there an opportunity where I can – you know, hedge against myself a little. Or I'm on my points bet app all the time looking as I'm watching games and I'm tracking some of the stuff that I've bet. They'll allow you to sort of cash out if you want. If you are if you feel like, man, this is not going the way I thought. Can I right. get out of it now without losing the full 50 or 100 or whatever it is? And so it's just, it's changing. Like the space has changed so much, Mike. I mean, it with technology and everything else, it is... It's incredible, and uh, you brought up well, a good you, point. I'd love to know what their hand, what their take is on some of those in-game betting. I mean, first and I, period I bet, hockey goals now you can bet on over and yeah, unders. Yeah, I bet you, you can bet doing, on a player. You know, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant, uh, the Pistons. Will he get uh, over uh, over uh, thirty-six uh, points total? Yep. Uh, points, assists, and rebounds. I have enough that drives me nuts just with the game. I, I know. Was last night, all I was missing was a bunch of, like, cardboard cutouts in front of me dressed like players because I was behind them. I, I, I was them. yelling at the TV, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I, I finally it. got Vancouver last night, but, I mean, Montreal, they come back and tie the game, and then you give it up in overtime, and then yeah. they go 0-4. They're 0-4 in overtimes. Come on now. I'll tell you, it is, uh, it's kind of overwhelming when you go on these sites now and you look, and you, like you said, yeah, too much. On, one game, on one game there could be – 
200 different props oh. available for, for one game. It, it, like it's, it's a little overwhelming, you know? I, I don't get involved. I, I'm picking, and I don't even pick totals anymore. I like to pick the games. We seem to be doing pretty good. Me and you don't give out a whole lot of, you know, proposition bets. We have never done right. that as a team or as a duo. And, and then people go, well, you haven't done that. And I go, well, we're 11-1, and one and we're the number one terrestrial radio uh, show as far as gambling in this country. Unless there you can find one better. And then they have their I, mouth open, I walk away. Exactly. They can't say anything. <laughs> they can't say uh, So we got, we've got NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, there's some obviously yeah. some money-making opportunities here. Mike and I are going to spend some time talking about that. I want to go through the three-point contest and the dunk contest. Zach Levine, we're very happy that Zach made the All-Star game. He ends up on Team Durant. I think yeah, Team he was LeBron's taken, won. Uh, he was taken as a reserve, right? Yes, correct. How about, yes, how about Gobert and, uh, and the other guy, the other Jazz guy? They were the last two guys taken. That's yeah. good bulletin board material for them, man. No kidding, right? Yeah, that jazz team is that jazz team is impressive. I mean, there's some fun stuff having happening in yep. the NBA right now. Like oh, yeah. this week, as Bulls fans, we got to watch a game against Nikola Jokic and Zion Williamson. Mike and I have spent a lot of time talking about Jokic. Oh, I mean, the odds have shifted here a little. Updated a MVP, NBA MVP odds have Joel uh, Joel Embiid now the favorite yeah. at plus one sixty. LeBron's second choice at plus two seventy five, and Jokic is five to one. I mean, I, he is something, man. I'm ready to throw down on the five to one. What is everybody watching? I love Love Embiid too. Don't get me wrong. LeBron's out, and 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 people are actually promoting Harden, who who tanked on purpose. You can't have a guy like that represent your league as the MVP. I'm sorry. I'm Boy, sorry. He, it, I I think he's going to get hurt in the voting because because of that. Like the did. way he. Yeah, the what he did, boy, I tell you, though, he is awfully good right now. Oh, of course, I he mean, is, but he look when you're allowed four steps to the basket. <laughs> a, a, a drop back step, this step, that step. This guy got more steps than Fred Astaire. I never seen anything like it. It's crazy. Uh, give him a top are, hat. The Nets are. Let's see. So it's Harden's They're been in good, Brooklyn now. He's got another guy in his team that had twenty four the other night, Kyrie yeah. Irving, and then he's got Durant coming back, I think. And then that, you know, yep. so then that's when the vote gets split a little bit, don't you think? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I might in the second half, it might a little bit. I mean, since the trade though, it's if twenty three games Jokic, that he's played. We win the division. Mm, How's that? Man, yeah. I mean, Jokic. I'm not on the Bulls saying would that Embiid we'd win the division, but if we had Jokic and we have Zach, then then all the other guys get better. Zach's the number two guy now. Jokic is number one. You jack each guy down a level, and all yeah. of a sudden they play up to their potential. You got the fac- facilitator in Jokic. I mean, my God, what's everybody watching? LeBron James, if somebody said to me, if I ran the Lakers and they said, we would like to trade Jokic for LeBron, I would help LeBron pack his bags. Jokic and AD on the same front line. That'd be pretty intimidating. I I wouldn't care because, Um, you know what, because Jokic could play up top. Oh, he's he's spectacular. So can AD. They're interchangeable. AD was a guard when he played uh, basketball here in high school in Chicago. Then he shot up. That's right, yeah. No, Jokic, had to sprinkle a little on Jokic is not a bad idea. And oh, we said on. weeks ago, sprinkle a little on Embiid. Embiid was like 8-1 to one when we first said that yeah. about probably a month ago. And now he's the favorite because of the way he's played. Yeah, he's so. really helped his game from last year. He didn't show up last year. And he's, and he's, he's played really great. Absolutely. LeBron out of those three, I'm sorry. I'm not nothing against the guy, but he's third. And by yeah, the I way, think he... that guy Schroeder came back for, for yes. them. And they start Schroeder. winning. Yeah. Then they start winning because you got to have another, at least halfway decent player. I always like that kid. He's pretty rugged. 
Pretty rugged. When we come back, we're going to talk to our buddy uh, Luke Pergandy. Speaking, speaking of futures bets, yeah, we'll see what's hot on prop swap. So don't go anywhere. We got more uh, NBA weekend to talk about, some hockey, college basketball. Uh, I also want to talk to Mike about AL and NL MVP futures. So lots to do. We got our best plays before we're out of here. So don't go anywhere. We're just getting warmed up on the odds couple. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We'll be each and every weekend. Remember, right when the show is over, the podcast will drop on the ESPN Chicago app. So make sure you have that app. You can catch up on our show or any of the great shows. And then you get the special encore replay tomorrow morning before Connor McKnight and White Sox Weekly. It's time to say hi to one of our great friends and one of the founding members of PropSwap. We love it so much. He is a Chicago guy, the one and only Luke Pergandy. Oh, Sister Jean, I What's up, Karen? What's up, Mike? Oh, Luke, what's going on, buddy? I mean, March Madness is right around. I mean, it's here, basically. Let's face it. And uh, I know there is a huge, valuable ticket for sale on PropSwap right now for those Loyola Ramblers, right? There is. We have a 100-to-1 odds ticket that would collect over $90,000 if Loyola Chicago pulls it off. Wow. And what's it going for? Price is eight ninety. Mm-hmm. So eight ninety to pay over ninety G's. Definitely well, that pulls is... it off. And obviously, if they get to the final four, this thing's worth you yeah. know ten ten G's, twenty G's, depending on who the the other three participants are. Wow. Yeah, I can't wow. imagine this ticket lasts long because for less than a thousand for that kind of payout, again, you the idea should be here. Buy it, hope they make a little bit of a mini right. run and sell it, right, Luke? I mean, that's yeah. the play here. Yeah, so I'm I'm looking at DraftKings. DraftKings has Loyola Chicago at forty five to one. Wow. So you're picking up this ticket at odds of a hundred to one, literally twice the values. If you made the bet at DraftKings, it would only pay around forty five thousand. Mm. Our ticket would pay ninety thousand. Well, they got the pedigree. There's no doubt they've been there before. Porter Moser's been there before. They got a big man that can play. He's versatile. Uh, they got a, they got good guard play. So, you know, we'll just have to monitor that. I mean, you never know what's going to happen uh, in basketball, but they seem to be – that's a ticket you got to hang on to for a while. Let's talk about some of the other ones. Uh, Baylor. is Bay- Baylor seems to be the flavor of the day. Uh, are you getting a lot of Baylor action? Are you getting uh, uh, any other teams that are creeping up? Maybe somebody that's a surprise right now that that's uh, having some action on on prop swap. Yeah, we have we have a Baylor ticket for sale. Um, I believe we have all of the top teams right now: Baylor, Gonzaga, Michigan. We still have this Michigan ticket. Obviously, they dropped one to Illinois on uh, on Tuesday night. Right. Right. But this Michigan ticket, you know, as a reminder, this guy is uh, a gambler in Nevada that eight hundred dollars at hundred and twenty-five to one odds on Michigan, mm-hmm. and it would also pay over a hundred thousand uh, dollars. He's got it up for sale, so he is accepting bids on that Michigan ticket. If if you can scrounge up twenty grand, uh, mm-hmm. it is the best price in America on the Michigan Wolverines. 
Yeah, that that ticket would pay. I'm looking at it right now. One hundred thousand. Yeah, he moved it uh, to eighteen thousand five hundred today. Actually, yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. And what do you think he'd sell? I think we maybe brought this up last week. What do you think he he would sell it for, Luke? If you had an idea. I mean, I'm shocked that he lowered it today. I, I completely understand that you know, anytime a team loses, you need to sure. downgrade them. But like their body of work in the whole season, I, I, in my opinion, it's the best team in the country. Yeah, they look um, pretty good. I just they do. They're they're incredible to do what they're doing in the Big Ten versus you know Gonzaga in the Mountain West. Like it's yeah. just different. I'm so um, tired of Gonzaga. I'm tired of them. Please win it yeah. or quit. Never let's never talk about them again if they don't do it this year. Please. Right. I yeah, see some I, Texas I can make tickets. The this is the best team in the country. I see some Texas tickets for sale too. I mean, Texas. You know, that's another could be, and we, you know, maybe people don't see him as much, or they're going to start to get to know him here. Uh, with the tournament uh, coming up, but some you know some a couple of good prices on some Texas tickets that you guys have up right now. Yeah, yeah, that um, you know the Big Twelve was legit. I, in my opinion, that's the second best conference. I think the Big Ten is far and away the best, but the Big Twelve is is clearly number two. I mean, there's no other, like yeah. the SEC is a joke compared to the Big Twelve. Um, yeah. So yeah, Texas is legit. And to Mike's point, we have a Baylor ticket up. It'll cost you seven thousand dollars, but it's odds of plus three seventeen, mm. and they are they're at plus two seventy five at DraftKings. Yeah, there you go. So, so again, I mean, just incredible value versus the the big sports books. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Luke, have a great weekend, buddy. We appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you next Friday. Thanks a lot, guys. March Madness is here. Right, Absolutely. Man. It's going to be great. We'll talk to Luke next week. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge time for Prop Swap, too. Oh, Madness. they were fine. I see them tickets. on TV. They're being featured all over the place. People showing tickets that people are tuned, turning in. People they have up for sale. You name it. They got it. I mean, it's a, it's a great concept. I'm happy for them. Yeah, absolutely, and that Loyola Chicago ticket, man, that's intriguing. If uh, if you've got the if you've got it, and you think, hmm, even if they can make a Sweet Sixteen run, I mean, you're sitting on a gold mine. I mean, now you need to scrounge together about a G, but uh, you'd be sitting on a ticket if they could win a game or two for you. I mean, you would li- you would be sitting on a gold. I mine was that into ticket. sports. My dad was casually into sports, but I'll never forget 1963. I'm yeah. in bed, and my dad. It's 10:30, 11 at night, and my father. I mean, we lived four blocks from Loyola. Right, sixty hundred North Broadway and Loyola's on Sheridan Broadway, five blocks away, um, and the game against Cincinnati. My my dad screaming, yes, yes, and it was the tape, the tape uh, delay game of Loyola. I mean uh, that Man. you never, and I never thought after '86 that they'd ever re- be there again. And right. Porter Moser, when I was coaching at Notre Dame and Niles. And God bless you guys. Keep keep doing what you're doing over there. But when I coached six years ago, I met Porter Moser when he first became coach of Loyola. And he came up to our coaching staff, got familiar with us. He worked things. I mean, mm-hmm. we had a kid, Matt Moody. He's playing in the Cleveland Cavalier organization at yeah. Notre Dame. And like Carmody never even went to look at him. And he ended up yeah. playing for Texas Tech and winning a title. Um, so he came in. He said he was going to make Loyola a winner. And I sort of rolled my eyes, you know. <laughs> Come on, okay, we've heard this before. Yeah, he has. They are a pertinent team, man, and I like their team. They got old school big man in the middle. Yeah. Um, they seem deep. They got a couple nice guards. That's a good bet for now. And you're right, Carm. Hang on to it for a while. 
Hang on to it, and you hope that, like, again, if they win a game or two, man, I mean, you repost that thing, that's you know, like, they, they've got the, like Mike said, they've, they've been got there. that. They've got that pedigree. You know, you, Krotwig has been was on that team that went to the Final Four. Like, they, they, are, they are capable. I mean, and I think we'd all agree, yeah, well, the Big Ten's very good. There's some really good Big 12 teams. But, you know, you're going to play a tournament this year without a lot of the Blue Bloods, right? I mean, could no be no fans, Duke. Not, in a lot no, of, not that a full no, capacity. A absolutely. That, that's another good point. I mean, like, you know, you, you're playing with a Kansas team that's a little bit down. No Kentucky, no Duke, no Michigan State potentially. Like, it's, it could be kind of wide open, and I think Loyola does have that pedigree to, to make another run here potentially. Don't you so. think that since some of these big blue bloods, like you said, may not even make it like Duke or maybe Kentucky or, or, or some of them, that there should be more mid-majors this year? I mean, that there should be more teams that maybe you don't see as often. I know yeah. that they have their built-in standings where you got to finish first place in certain leagues. But, I mean, are we going to – I guess you just replace, like, Duke with somebody else in your in the same conference. I you guess, know. yeah. Right. Yeah, like, will we see more mid-majors because of that? That's a good question. Maybe we will. When we come back, Mike and I are going to talk a little bit more about NBA All-Star Weekend. We got our best plays coming up a little bit later on. Oh. And then Jim Miller. Jimmy! Jim Miller. He did it again last week. Another Gals. winner for Jim Miller. We always Miller. win here. It just, <laughs> hey, Title Town, USA? No. Title, title, radio station. Title station, title odds couple. That's us. It's beautiful, baby. So don't miss Jim Miller. He's going to give us some horses in a little bit. we got more derby preps this weekend. So Mike and I will be right back on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple. Friday night at 6. With a replay Saturday morning at 8. On ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Inside the Odds Couple, alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Mike is at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. We're with the uh, every Friday and Saturday morning here on the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. We've reached uh, the uh, unofficial midway point of the NBA season here uh, with the All-Star break happening this weekend down in Atlanta. The Jazz uh, have been incredible. You know, they've lost a little bit here in the last 10 yeah. days or so. Six and four but, uh, in their yeah, last in their last 10 after just a ridiculous run. They still have the best against the spread record in the first half of any team in the NBA, 25-11. and 11. Uh, How about the Suns right there with them at 24 and 11 against the number? don't forget they got last year against Denver and Utah. So, you they know, did. they could be regular season heroes, you know? That's true. They got the Bulls, nine, by and, the way? LeBron picked uh, the, they picked them. They were picked last. The two stars of the, of the Jazz were picked last for the All-Star game. Going to fire them up, I'll tell you that. Yep. Uh, the Bulls, by the way, finished the first half with the third best against the spread record at 20 and 14. And the Bulls are 15 and 9 against the number as an underdog this year with 11 straight up wins. So keep an you eye see, on that going into you the see second Swirsky half. Swirsky dancing the other day. Oh, yeah. I saw him dancing. Huh? I saw him. I got, the Swirsk. Oh. He saw, he's something else, isn't he? I don't know that I need to see him dancing. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> We've got uh, NBA All-Star Weekend is here. So uh, let's look at the three-point contest. Zach Levine's doing it again. You know he's the second choice, Mike. Steph Curry's your Best favorite one plus 190. Them. Best one since Bird and all those guys, I think. You yeah, got this all one the top guys, and you got Curry, you got Levine. 
You got Levine. You got Devin Booker. You've got yeah. Donovan Mitchell. You have a lot of star power. I think that I think you're right. I mean, Zach shooting a career high 30, uh, 43 and a half percent. Excuse me, uh, excuse me from distance. And Steph and Devin Booker have both won this event. So there is a lot of star power here in this one. The two long shots are Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. They're both seven to one. But you know, at just two and a half to one, it's not a huge payday. I, I might sprinkle a little on Zach just to have some fun with that. This Why weekend. not? He's a bull. Why not go for him? You never know what's going to happen. He's worked hard. His offensive game is outstanding right now. I, I sort of, I, I don't even think Steph is favorite, but I, how do you not look at him? Steph is the favorite. He's plus oh, he 190. Oh, yeah, I'm he sorry. is the favorite. I looked at it wrong. Plus Zach's 190. The second choice. Yep. I mean, I don't know how you. It, I'm sorry. It, He's it, my guy. It is hard to bet against him, isn't oh, it? Oh, my God. I, I got to bet against him in games sometimes. I have a heart attack. The guy shooting from half court. I'm not supposed to be having a stroke over a guy taking a 38 foot jumper. I'm not. It's like Damian. I know. It's like Damian Lillard. You know, you you're jacking them up from 30 feet and making them, and they make it look easy. Well, you, you know, know what? Ridiculous. They do it, and they do make it look easy. The defense is non-existent right now in the league, but things send to tighten up. I mean, I'd like to tell everybody I'd like to see Damian Lillard win a title, but he'll never win a title. He'll never win a title. I know they got yeah. injuries. McCullough been hurt a little bit, but they're never going to win a title over there. I respect the guy for signing a deal and sticking with his team. Because if anybody wanted to get out and do the Harden or something else, yeah. it could be him. You really do have to give him credit. What do they I mean, do he, for him? I know. He's, he's got to be the most underappreciated guy in the league, right? I mean, we've talked about it. He's I mean, just, is Myers, isn't Myers Leonard on that team? I mean, God, Myers Leonard was on that team for a while. I'm trying to uh, Yeah, Myers he might Leonard's be somewhere else now. He's pretty dear. I mean, but I mean, they don't have a whole lot. On Portland, I mean, Harden cried his way onto another team. I'm a big fan of Lillard's because he's playing with the team that brought him to the dance, and he's not giving up on it. And and, and you know he hasn't what? Ba- and he hasn't bailed on them. It's, it's never a good cried. Point. Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard, by the way, is in Miami. Now he's um, in Miami. I love yeah, he's him. in Miami. I think he's I got think a he good outside jumper and stuff like yeah. my buddy. He used to be a huge. He's since passed. Bill Dunn. Good friend of mine, big, really close. He was a huge Illini fan. He used to swear to me. Well, he, he had good credibility when he said Derrick Rose was going to be an all-timer, and he was Ooh. until he got hurt. Yes, he was. And and he wanted him to go to Illinois so bad. Mm. But but he told me Myers Leonard was going to be something special in the NBA, and I think Phil missed it on that one. But he was decent in college, but... You know, he's still a pro. Look at the money they're making. Hey, Myers Leonard has hung around for a while in the oh, league, yeah. you know. I mean, and he yeah. was a high pick, obviously. But, yeah, he's he's hung around yeah. the league for a he's while. He's a Generation X Mason Plumley. you know. That's a, that, that's a great comparison. Oh, I love him. He just walks around, gets in everybody's way, turns the ball over three, four times, makes a couple big baskets, makes a couple nice passes. He gives he gives you everything that a man can give you in a basketball game, both good and bad, and he's good enough to stay in the league, and he, he's a hardworking kid, so God bless him. The dunk contest this year is going to be a little different, and I don't even know how much excitement there's going to be I'm sorry, I saw it. the list. I thought it was yeah. something from a Clint Eastwood movie, an Italian spaghetti western. Who are these guys? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> well, Obi are these guys Toppin, NBA guy? Who are these guys? Who are these? You've got two. You've got two rookies. Who are uh, Obi? Obi Toppin is the is the recognizable one, Obi of course, Toppin. from Dayton last year. Obi Toppin, okay. who can really fly. He's playing for Tibbs in New York. Uh, he is plus one fifty. All right, he's the favorite. Why and are you they even having this? Are you, when they're doing it at halftime, Mike, it's definitely going to be pretty different and pretty because odd, because there's know? only a few guys, right? There's only three. There's only three guys. That's that get a out. disgrace. They've, 
There's only three guys. They're going to keep it. And I think they're doing that, though, because they're doing it at halftime. I think part of it is just Why? Because, because if, they only have three. They're doing it at halftime, maybe. Aren't they? Um, it, maybe you're right. I, I don't, I, I, you know, what? I don't know the answer to that. That's a good question. Who are the I other don't know. two guys? Okay, so then you've got Anthony Simons, who he play, he does play in Portland. He's one of the guys running with uh, Dan Will. Anthony Simons, okay. You got, and then I guarantee you nobody probably has heard of Cassius Stanley. He's your third choice, but in researching this a little. If somebody asked you Cassius Stanley was, I'd say he's a middleweight boxer. Just take a wild guess. I have no idea. That's what I would do. He's on a yeah. two-way contract with the Pacers, okay? He was a second-round pick. He's on a two-way with the Pacers. But in researching this, I did come across this nugget. Cassius Stanley, when they had the combine last summer, Mike, his vertical was 44 inches. That's the third highest since 2000. We were just talking about Derrick Rose. That's like three inches better than Derrick Rose's wow. vertical. So Pretty maybe impressive. there's something with this Cassius Stanley kid. What's he we, going we off take, at? We might have to put some couch change on him. He, he's only going off at two to one. That's oh it. Oh, my three. God. We got it, Carm. There's three guys. He's two to one. Should we Listen, put a little couch change on Cassius let's put Stanley? Something on Ca- a, an odd couple special. Everybody let's put some it. change. Cassius Stanley change. used to fly at Duke, too. See, there you go. See, Ty- and Tyler knows. You know, he but watches flying ain't everything. Basketball. I remember a guy named Ronnie Fields. That was supposed to, you oh, know. Oh, God. You I know. remember Ronnie. Ronnie was great. I mean, he could fly, but then you had to play the rest of the game. But Cassius Stanley sounds good to me. Going off a of 2-1, to one, I'm going to put some couch change on him. Why, Tyler, why don't I remember Cassius Stanley flying around at Duke? Because he I, was. I yeah. He, why don't I remember that? Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, my God, can't. Uh, Cassius Stanley, I don't remember him being announced. In the e- either when I when I saw his name, I'm going to be honest with you guys. I had to double check, and I went, "Oh, he was on Duke." And I'm thinking, "I'm like, why don't I really recall him?" What did he stay, Tyler? About he six was there minutes f- like me in high exactly. school. Exactly, he was a one and done guy. And I was a half a year and done. <laughs> yeah, but he was like a classic Duke guy, one and done. But he was like the third guy I want to say in that recruiting class, and he was the only guy that didn't stick around. And that was actually a pretty veteran-ish Duke team that he was on. So he didn't grab a lot of the headlines. But he, he put on some shows in, like, the Champions Classic and stuff like that in terms of dunks. So okay. Just, I, well, I like the Cassius Stanley He can make a name for himself by being picked out, being Carmen picked him out out of nowhere. So let's go with the, some couch I figured, change. yeah, I mean, what the hell? Why not? He's the two-to-one shot on the board. There's only three of them. They get a limited number of dunks because they're squeezing it in, and he's got the third-best vertical in the last 20 years. I'm, I'm, like, I'm the guy that just said the previous segment, I don't bet props. And I'm betting some guy that I've never heard of in my life. <laughs> Well, you know, but I'll tell you what, I'm betting golf now because of what happened at COVID. I mean, I never bet golf until I, and now I'm winning at it. Until, well, last week I got my brains beat up, but now I got, I got M, I got top five guys and everything else. So there's where I do some prop bets, but it's really not a prop bet if you're betting golfers. Uh, yeah, that, I wouldn't call that a prop bet. That's yeah, not I mean, a prop bet, right? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I, 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 I wouldn't call so it that. So I got Sun right. J.M. and Cassius Stanley. Okay. There you go. Where, where, I'm you, just gonna walk against the light. Is that okay? Would you have ever? Would you have ever guessed it that those would be the two plays that you had this weekend, Mike? There's just no way. By the way, handsome, and I remember you when you looked like you could have been the lead singer in a boy band. Now you look like, uh, quite frankly, uh, you were in the Red Badge of Courage with Audie Murphy yes. playing yeah. one of the, you know, one of the playing the uh, beleaguered Master Sergeant from the Confederacy. What, what was with the new I, And then one of my favorite videos of all time, one of the great covers of all time, I decided just to revisit it because uh, 
It's also the theme song of Night in the City with Robert De Niro and Jessica Lange, who I love. And um, if you see The Great Pretender, check it out on YouTube, folks. It's a great, great video by Freddie Mercury. It's basically Carmen in a, in a gold yeah, suit. Yeah, that, that was, the, that was I, where I'm I got sorry, most you, you look, like... I know they call you Geppetto because <laughs> you have the mustache. I almost put up a Jack Lemon from The Great Race. You know, I almost put up his character. But you got a lot of feedback. Yeah, I know. Some good, some not so good, but that's okay. I shaved it off. Everything's gone, but I figured I that let's did. just have some fun with the facial hair. I was a little uncomfortable hair. for a couple minutes, and then I got on with my wife. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my wife was like, thank God you shaved that mustache. Yeah, did, did the wife tell you? Oh, yeah. She goes, I can't even have a serious conversation with you. I mean, when really, you look like one of De Niro's guys in heat with that. Trip. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. That's what I was going for. I when know. we come back next, we're going to talk to our buddy Jim Miller. Jimmy! We'll get some ponies, and then Mike and I will give you our best plays before we're out of here. So don't go anywhere. We're coming right back on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Entering the home stretch here on the Odds Couple, it's Mike North and Carmen DeFelco, and it's time to talk to our buddy from Hawthorne Racecourse, who did it again not once but twice last weekend. We've got three Derby prep races to preview this weekend, and he's going to give us some more winners. He is the one, the only, Jim Miller. Jimmy! Gentlemen, this is the best time of year. 56 days away from Derby. How crazy is that? And last year we were talking crazy. about Derby happening in September. And we're less than two months away. And this, these are the races now where you win the race, you're in the starting gate for the Derby. So these are races of the utmost importance, and now they're going to come at you fast and furious over the next month or so. That happened with the Fountain of Youth last week, uh, which Jimmy nailed that one, and that one's going to get in. And as uh, Jimmy was saying, he'll probably be one of the Derby favorites. Uh, it's a big weekend for you guys at Hawthorne. I mean, this is, and it's going to be beautiful. It looks like we got opening weekends uh, tomorrow for the Thoroughbred Spring Meet, right, Jimmy? Yeah, opening weekend taking place tomorrow, and we're racing Saturday and Sunday over the course of March and April. And after that, Harness Me kicks off through the summer. But I'll tell you guys, it's 10 months straight of live racing here in Illinois. So perfect time for weather to break for us. Perfect time to get back to starting for racing. And here's the cool thing, guys, too. March Madness is just around the corner. We already have the locations in Crestwood and Hawthorne open for our points bet sports books. The Prospect Heights location will be open in time for March Madness. So that's going to be three points bet locations set up in Illinois. I'll tell you what, Jimmy, you've been doing a great job all year long. And you know what? Uh, when I handicap and I, everybody's got their own style, I do it long and it takes me about two hours each day to do if I'm doing NCAA, if I'm doing the NBA, what have you. How long for a race? Let's say you got a handicap sure. a race. How much time do you need? What I, here, here's what I've found has worked really well for me. And I've done this for almost 25 years now, Mike. I am a first impression handicapper. And when I say that, what I do is I'll look at the field for a race and I'm going to look at what the pace scenario is. If I find there's only one horse that's going to make the lead, I stop right there. Because if you have a horse that can go and challenge to the front and nobody goes after it, just pick that horse because it may lead them the whole way around. Mm. But after that, I'll go through the field to see how I see the race unfolding and then go right to what my first impression is based on the pace of the race there. And that's going to be my pick. Because I think if you look too long into these things, Sometimes you second-guess yourself. You may overlook some of the things, and usually the most obvious things pop out right on oh, top yeah. of the study first time long, through. Study long, study wrong with that situation. Exactly. Exactly right. 
All right, so you nailed a couple last week. Let's do it again. We got some big ones this weekend. Some more derby preps, you were saying, right, Jimmy? Yeah, these are all 50-point races this week, Carmen. We're going coast-to-coast here. So we're starting out at Aqueduct, race number nine. This is the $300,000 Gotham. Bet the three-horse highly motivated just to win. This could be a weekend of favorites. This horse is only eight to five. But this is a horse that gets Javier Castellano in to ride this race. They go one mile. The distance should suit, so that horse should be very tough. Then go to Tampa Bay Downs, race 11. This is the Tampa Bay Derby. This is the best of the three races in regards to competitiveness. And I'm going to go to the eight horse, Hidden Stash. This is a horse I picked a few weeks back that ran on a little bit too late. Gets a little bit better rider in Rafael Bejarano aboard and should run really well. So bet that one across the board. Then go to Santa Anita, race number six. This may be Bob Baffert's best three-year-old here. So bet the one. Life is good just to win. But the horse has the inside. It gets Mike Smith, has speed, and should be very, very tough. 350 pointers. These are all big ones. These horses will be in the Derby. The winners. Aqueduct tomorrow. The ninth race in the Gotham. The three horse to win. Tampa Bay Downs. The 11th race. The eight horse across the board. And then Santa Anita. The sixth race. The one horse to win. Right, Jimmy? That's right, boys. These are these are very talented race horses we're seeing now. You can start looking forward to the Derby here. And uh, let's see if we can make some money. Thing of beauty. We'll talk to you next week, Jimmy. Thanks. Jimmy! All right, boys. Take care. You too. Make sure you follow Jim on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. So yeah, he uh, picked two winners last week, and hopefully we do oh, it again here. Oh, he's unbelievable. Here. He's been great. He's unbelievable. I mean, we, we should add him into the win to be. It would. It's. It would be that utterly ridiculous. Yeah, no kidding. Absolutely. Right. I mean, uh, and Jimmy is an important part of the show, just like just like Luke is. But I mean, uh, Jimmy wins every week almost. I think he's had one like one or two off weeks the last ten. Seriously, love it. Do you, yeah, so you embrace the uh, study long, uh, study wrong philosophy, oh, I Mike? Don't do you do like that. Yeah, I, I yeah. got it. Where I can, I can take the NC on a Tuesday. Let's say I could take mm-hmm. uh, eight NBA games. I could take uh, right now twenty NCAA games. I could take eight NHL games and be done in two hours. I know what what I'm going to be doing. Love and, it. You know, it's not. I just do it longhand. I got a certain thing that I do, certain method that it took me years to do and to perfect. I finally did it, and now the proof's in the pudding. I mean, the last three, four years I've been on fire, but this year has been special. And I want to just, I want us, everybody to know, you name two guys that can handicap college basketball, NBA, NHL, MLB. I mean, the major sports. I'm not soccer. I'm right. not, uh, you know, UFC. Uh, we don't do a lot of golf, but I do well at golf. But you name another show that that's, that that can pick them off. I mean, I we used try to, to spread all fields. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I one minute I'm giving two NHL games, the next day you give out an NCAA and an NBA basketball game. That's what makes it fun. I never know what's going to come up uh, that the next day. No preconceived notions, no emotion, none. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so uh, let. What do you think, Mikey? What do we? Uh, what do we like for this week? You gave wow. out a couple of ones earlier uh, with me and Yerk uh, during your weekly visit on yeah, Fridays. Uh, people should not miss right that. Yeah. yeah, people should not miss that. Eleven forty-five, eleven fifty every Friday. Mike's bonus play. I mean, he's given out like seven straight winners. So, yeah, uh, what do we had, like? Uh, what else do we like nine, on the board tonight? We've had nine winners the last eight weeks. Let's go with uh, Valparaiso. Uh, getting seven. It should be starting shortly. Or uh, Valparaiso, let's see, is playing Missouri State. They're getting seven. It's been an off year for them, but they still have a good basketball tradition. They usually, and I've seen Valparaiso when they had the Drews, but I, I, I've seen them. Uh, they're well coached. 
but they just don't have the overall talent. But they're not going to screw you by making uh, mistakes. I like them in the seven. Like that, Valpo getting the seven, and uh, I got a hockey game that's just about to come up uh, here, starting any minute. Yeah, why not a hockey game? Mike gave out one earlier. I'm going to give out one too. I got. How about the? How about yeah? That's right. Mike's got. How about the Abs minus the goal and a half? You'll get it at about even money. You'll get it at plus one hundred five. But the Ducks are not very good, and you know the Abs have been a little bit disappointing to start the season here. But uh, I think Colorado wins tonight uh, by more than the one. So let's go ahead and say Abs minus one and a half, and you'll get again about plus one hundred five on your money. I'll tell you. Sometimes I had the puck line the other night, and it was one and a half, and uh, it was the Islanders against New Jersey, and it was three to one. And I was, no, two to nothing, excuse me. And I was hanging my head. 1946, they score a goal to make it two to one. Wow. How about that? That's it. I love the goal line. If you could bet the puck line, but it's minus 175. Sometimes it's minus 200. Sometimes you, but I mean, if you can bet that. And uh, take that. You got a better chance as an underdog that way, but you got to spend more than, than taking a team to win outright. It's like a, That's minus, right. uh, as a plus 170. All right, so there you have Anything else, Mike, or is that it? Yeah, Valpo, it. Uh, love it. Valpo, and we'll give you Valpo and the Avs. Everybody have fun. Have a great weekend. We want to thank Tyler Aki uh, for helping Good out, job. as always, Eric Ostrowski and Randy Merkin, and then thanks to Jim Miller from Hawthorne and Luke Pergandy from PropSwap. And Mike and I will see everybody again next Friday. Have a great weekend, Mike. Happy wagering. You too, Carm. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000.